Sex and happiness both enrich our lives, yet it's surprising how few people can honestly say that they enjoy regular and fulfilling sex or describe themselves and their lives as happy. Host Lori Handlers helps you to experience real intimacy and happiness. You'll laugh a little, learn a little, and we hope put a smile on your face and a smile in your life. Now here's Lori. Hi, everybody. This is Laurie Handlers, and you're listening to another episode of Sex and Happiness, a show about your sex and your happiness. And today we're going to have an interesting topic for you, whereas um, a lot of the things I, we talk about on the show are very, very personal. This is very personal, too, but it also has to do with business and um, leadership. And so uh, it's a little bit of a diversion from uh, some of my normal topics, but it's one well worth considering. So let me talk to you about my guest. Her name is Perry Chase. She's a transformational business coach who holds the vision of people's infinite power. While she works with both men and women, her current focus of work explores feminine leadership and feminine sales and negotiation. So today we're talking about the feminine in business and how that may or may not fit with your paradigm. So Perry, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I feel really honored to be your guest. I'm glad. I'm glad we're doing this. So I have experienced you um, in, uh, in some feminine leadership groups that you were holding. You were kind enough to invite me. Hmm. come and participate and do some emotional release, which my listeners know a lot about, Hmm. but they don't know a lot about your work and what you're doing. And they might be very, very interested since 60% of my listenership is uh, are women listeners. Um, So before we go there though, just talk a little bit about how you got to where you are. Like, you know, I like to say to people, someone just didn't get born with this idea. No, I definitely give you the quick and dirty, the quick and dirty version of this. I did a longer podcast yesterday with like my whole back, whole backstory, but that's not what we're going to do today. Um, I, um, uh, you know, well, I, I was in business in my twenties. I was a headhunter on wall street. And I would say that, uh, you know, I, I grew up, uh, very masculinized in business. And so I, I, I was one of those, you know, women who kind of had a very successful um, corporate career and went through all of the motions and, and, and was able to get to the top and make a lot of money and um, really found it to be quite uh, unfulfilling. And Ooh. so, you know, and, and, and there was a point where like I unwound all of that and let it all go and then multiple times have rebuilt my my career I would say because I after that I had I did two tech startups uh in Silicon Valley and um I I then sort of made my way into like consulting and then and then coaching and um what what a lot of that process was was um leaving behind the masculine structured business thinking that that we have and then starting to operate more from um, like the natural way that uh, like, like from, from where I would say like my natural seated and rooted power is 
right? Which is, which is more in the feminine. And for those, just of those of you, like, I'm not talking about men and women here. I'm talking about energy systems and, you know, this is not a gendered thing, but. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. but I'm really glad you said that because people could, people could misinterpret that like crazy. Of course. And, and, you know, if you're not familiar with this language, you can also think of it as like a little bit of like a yin yang. Um, and, uh, but, but, you know, most, most women, you know, have more feminine than masculine. And I would say that uh, naturally I was always a very feminine person, but I was sort of masculinized growing up in terms of the values and qualities that I was told were desirable. And so, you know, over the last 10 years, not only has it been unwinding that, but it's been, um, it's kind of been putting the masculine and feminine in their right places. Um, meaning like, uh, I have a business practice now where it's like, you know, I, I let the feminine lead. And what that means is I allow like things to emerge and to un- unfold as opposed to having like a goal that's outside of myself and um, numbers to hit. And um, it's not that I, my business isn't growing. It is. And I kind of put intentions out, but it's, it feels very different. And then masculine, mm-hmm. I use the masculine to come in and, and, um, and support the feminine, like to serve the feminine, which in my world, that's the rightful order of things. Mm. I got, well, I understand perfectly what you're talking about. I'm not sure everyone else will, but I think as we unfold the conversation, you know, people, many women have been masculinized. And part of the problem, I'll just say things I've heard on this show and also from women that I interact with is that they run a company or they run a business and then they come home and they can't de-roll enough to even make love with their partner. Totally. You know, like they, it's like putting on a slip or a, or a bustier or some kind of sexy underwear doesn't quite <laughs> may allow them to de-roll when they've been like stressed out all day and working in the masculine paradigm, which is to set goals and hit numbers and hit targets and have strategies and, and work them. Um, it's very difficult to relax from that. And you're telling me that it took you years. Oh, at least. I mean, and it's still a process, right? It's still, it's still an ongoing process because let, let's just say that when it comes to business, the masculine is easier. You know, it's, it's easier to just throw it on and, and, and charge hard and force things and make it go. Whereas like the feminine is a lot slower and it's like growing a garden versus going to catch a fish. Like, you know, if you're hungry, (laughs) catch a fish. But um, it's it's also like uh, my experience of it. uh, You know, I was I was saying this yesterday um, when I was working in like that really tough, aggressive environment. I I wouldn't have wanted to date me as a man. Like, I, was, I was really good at meeting men and men were really attracted to me and like my power and like all of that. But then being in a relationship with me was then was terrible because it was like, I didn't have the tools to relate to men in a receptive way. Like I just did not have that modeling and I didn't um, like, I just didn't know. And so I see this, you know, I lived in New York and New York is, 
I think, rampant with very successful masculinized women who are deeply, deeply unsatisfied in their personal life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can have all the money in the world and, you know, get your Botox and go to the gym and look fabulous and wear the best clothes and have the best jobs and all this money. And like, that doesn't mean that you're personally satisfied. Correct. Definitely correct. I mean, I, you know, I too am an example of that. So I, you know, I lived that and it was, I would go home from my job and I would say, and I, and I would look in the mirror and go, you know, this is kind of a lie. <laughs> like I was the top, you know, when I worked at Landmark Education, I was the top enrollment manager in the world. I knew how to cause and create everything. And then I would look in the mirror at night and go, there's part of this is a lie. Like you're not that happy. And I, I had a, who, who could I talk to about that? No one. So I totally get that. I totally get that. And it takes a while to uh, what you said, unravel it all and, and create from scratch in this, in the slow moving feminine, like waiting for it to arise. It's great. Really great. And it's a practice, right? Because it's, um, especially in business, I mean, what I see is like a lot of people who have creative businesses or um, energetic businesses. And then because the only businesses that are, the, the only way that business is really taught is masculine, very structured, very external, very goal oriented. And so I, I, what I see a lot of times are these people who have this like brilliant feeling based businesses and then they they don't know how to to market or grow their business or run their business so they hire someone to teach them and it ends up being this very masculine structure that doesn't feel good and then something feels off about their business like the like the 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 external doesn't actually communicate the feeling of what they're doing right I don't know if you've had that experience, but there's like a whole lot of inauthentic feeling businesses out there because of this. Yes. Uh, well, I've had the feeling. Right? I've noticed it. I've noticed it for sure. I and mean, I don't, think it's, I don't think people do it on purpose. I think it's that, you know, these are the tools that, that we've been given. And the right, but, model but, works. but the external feeling when somebody's someone from the outside is looking in it feels incongruent. Like the feeling is something's off here, but pinpointing it is not always that easy. It just feels a little off, you know, as far as I could tell. So it's interesting. It's just really interesting what you say. Well, we're going to, we're actually going to take, yeah, well, two things I want to say to you and then we'll take a break. One is um, you also, your life changed because you had a child. You know, and that, like, if anything, if anything, I think, if anything, like, throws you into the throes of the feminine, it's giving birth. Would you say that having your child had something to do with, like, even more you? Because that's what I would suspect. I mean, it's definitely a softener, for sure, because you have this, you know, this uh, thing that just opens your heart all the time, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a, a permanent heart opener. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that, um, certainly having a child is, um, a visceral experience of the feminine, right? It's yeah. like, 
you know, you, you can really, um, it, it gives, it gives you a feeling of the, the journey of it, which you can begin to feel the energetics of like that kind of gestation in other parts of your life. Um, and, and, and because you've had the experience of, of childbirth, I mean, for me, it was like, Oh, like you can begin to trust because, because working with the feminine, you have to trust it. It just requires a, a deep, deep amount of faith. Hmm. Yeah, the things will arise, the things will, that you will, your intuition will inform you, that you will know the right choices to make, etc. There's so much, you know, that trusting the process, I mean, it's, that's an old cliche, um, to learn to trust the process, but that really is what it is, learning to trust the process, that it all will arise in the perfect moment. <laughs> well, and it's like, um, it's, it's also learning to stay open. Like, yeah. While you're in the process, the, the lure is to grip. The lure is to control. The lure is to say like, oh my God, I need to do something here. And sometimes it's just allowing. And that is really, really hard to practice in business in a world that is all about doing. Yeah, that's perfect. That's so good. All right, well, this um, this is a very, very good place for us to take a break. So um, I'm going to take a break with you, and uh, I, I just want to restate who you are. I'm speaking with Perry Chase, and I've said and will say, it's probably obvious from our conversation, that she's a transformational business coach. She's looking at things differently. Her focus is exploring the feminine leadership and feminine sales and negotiation, which we're discussing in the midst of it. We're talking about it being different, being a different uh, focus, a different, a different way of looking, a different way of listening, a different way of all of it uh, coming from the feminine, which, is inclu which includes trust and patience. So we're coming right back and we're going to find out exactly what Perry does. So stay tuned. This is Sex and Happiness. Did you ever stop to think that love is your birthright? That you don't need to earn it or prove it? You just need to live it. I'm personally inviting you to the path of true love, power, and freedom. If you're ready to enliven your soul through conscious sexuality and dive deeply into profound ritual that frees your heart, I'm inviting you to join us for the spiritual sexual shamanic experience. This is better known to most of you as the ISTA Level 1 training. I am regularly leading these courses along with a team of accomplished facilitators all around the world. As a matter of fact, these trainings have taken place in 34 countries. For information on when I'm leading, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com. Or for a full schedule, you can go to SchoolofTempleArts.org. Please consider this invitation seriously because love and freedom are your natural state of being. Are you wondering what book to read to jumpstart your life? Get the best from relationships? Attain the deepest feelings of intimacy? Do you want the best sex along with great happiness? Get your copy of Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy by Lori Handlers right now. 
You'll learn how to make love in the unknown, take the performance anxiety and reaching a goal out of sex. You'll learn subtle ways of communication and really important practices to empower you when dealing with an intimate partner. You'll let go of blame and struggle. Doesn't this sound great? Sex and happiness puts the innocence back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. Take charge of your life, physically, emotionally, and spiritually with Sex and Happiness by Lori Handler's only $19.99 paperback and $14.99 e-book. Order your copy today by going to ButterflyWorkshops.com. That's ButterflyWorkshops.com. For your copy of Sex and Happiness. My question for people right now is if you're a woman who could use a little zest and zing in your arousal response, or maybe you know women or a woman who could use this, because many women say that their feelings of desire, arousal, and sexual satisfaction don't happen as naturally or as often as they'd like. So I want to tell you about Zestra, because Zestra was developed to meet this much-needed option for women. Uh, Zestra safe and a patented blend of botanical oils and extracts and is created to help women have increased sexual sensations. Zestra comes in convenient single dose personal packets. Each packet keeps the essential arousal oils and extracts free, fresh and safe from light. And with application of Zestra, it starts to work within three to five minutes. And at about 10 minutes, there's something called the Zestra Rush. And that can last up to about 45 minutes. The great news is that Zestra can be used as frequently as you like during each sexual experience. Now, I'm somebody who believes that all women deserve sexual satisfaction. That's why I do this show, in case you hadn't noticed. So, I believe that men and women deserve sexual satisfaction. So, if you're a woman who isn't getting that kind of arousal response that you want... Please call 877-426-8047. That's 877-426-8047. And please remember to say you heard about Zestra from Laurie Handlers on the Sex and Happiness Show. This is Sex and Happiness, and we're back. I'm Laurie Handlers, your host. And I'm talking with Perry Chase today. And we're talking about the feminine in business and how it's different from the uh, leading from the masculine and the masculine is what we all learn in terms of business modeling. So, um, so Perry, like when somebody comes to see you, like I know you have different ways of doing it. Like you have groups, you know, you have like, you have like long weekend workshops and then I think you have coaching, you know, over the phone coaching or zoom coaching or whatever. Tell us what exactly you do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, look, I, I work, I work on a number of different levels. Like I have one-on-one clients and by the way, I work with men and women. So, you know, when I work with men, I want to, I want to explain this because it's not people misinterpret the feminine as just being about women and it's, right. and it's not while a lot of women are drawn to my work. Um, you know, I still work with men who are CEOs and hedge fund traders and, um, asset managers. And, you know, I, I had a whole career on Wall Street. So like, I still, I still work with men. And a lot of times what will happen is, you know, men will come to me for guidance around career choices, 
um, if they're in transition, especially. So people, people really are drawn to me when they're in transition. Uh, that's, that's, I should say that, you know, that's, that tends to be a time and people will come to me for, you know, I would say like, you know, my external window dressing is, is the business stuff, right? They, they want, um, guidance on career. They want guidance on business, but you know, the, the thing about working, um, I, I work very holistically. Transformation doesn't happen in a compartmentalized way. Right. And so for instance, um, when I work with men with the feminine, uh, like I'll teach them, I'll, I'll teach them how to um, feel into things yeah. that, that they maybe weren't aware of before, and um, and and have them and and have them start to really spend more time in meditation and 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 in in hearing the inner voice about what they really want. Right. And that's how I work, bring the feminine to men and then and then work with them on boundaries because, you know, they have all of these ideas of how they're supposed to act as a man and, and, and all of these things. So so it's kind of like I end up teaching them how to how to work with the energy of things. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's a little bit of like a backdoor injection, <laughs> right? Men are not signing up for feminine leadership, um, but they, they come to me for other reasons. And then they get this big dose of, of that on the back end. Um, and they all, you know, end up getting jobs and things that they want as well. But there's, there's just deeper stuff that I, I put in there. Um, so I work with people one-on-one. Um, I work, I have a feminine leadership mastermind that I run once a year um, with a small group of women. And that's, a lot of fun. Um, you came to the retreat for that. So that group of women is in, is in a container with me for a year. Um, I have some other things that I'm rolling out right now. I have, you know, a couple of groups on Facebook, uh, like a membership that teaches people, um, feminine sales. And so it's a little bit more kind of like untraining people, <laughs> You know, as opposed to teaching people, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's in, it's taking away the indoctrination yeah. of, of how masculine business is supposed to be. You know, I see these brilliant people and, um, their, their essence of what they do is just so unbelievably brilliant. And then they like slather on some masculine business on top of it, which is just like, you know, like very, very, um, Typical marketing, like whatever you would see, very salesy, um, very uh, like, you know, even putting their work on sale or like come get the early bird or um, I don't know. It's very outward as opposed to revealing. And so, you know, it's just sort of like I adjust them and help them kind of remember who they are and and, and also uh, how, to, how to be more of a magnet. And that, that's kind of that's, that's a lot of the work that I do. Yeah, being magnetic is an, is a major quality. Being able to just magnetize that which it's like putting the laws of attraction to work. Yeah, and also you know it's interesting because I don't do I don't spend a lot of time with law of attraction as much as I do about like um, like my philosophy is, is very deconstructive, and so it's like if you can just get down to the essence of who you are, then everything that happens from that is perfect. Hmm. Yeah, I get that. I. I mean, I don't like the laws of. To me, the secret. You know, the book, the secret, which has a lot to do with the laws of attraction, missed the whole boat because 
you you and I both know, you know because you know that I teach sex magic. So yeah. to me, it's like the secret left out the secret. Which, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what else though? Like, yeah, I, I have an interesting feeling about desire and wanting things. Uh-huh. And, and most of the time when you're talking to someone and they say they want something, it's their ego that wants that, right? Mm. It's the personality that wants that. And usually it's compensatory in some way, mm-hmm. meaning like I want this because I think it's going to get me this, right? It's, it's got some kind of indirect quality to it. So I don't even ask my clients what they want so much because usually when they come to me, they're going to be a different person by the time that they're done. So the person who comes to me, like what they want is almost irrelevant. Like it's, I'm always serving the deeper part of them and um, desire and like wanting, you know, sometimes it's not even about attaining, you know, cause that's the other thing about law of attraction is it's so attainment oriented, which again mm. is masculine, which is, but, but desire is sometimes just the, um, it's just the initiation in a direction, like mm-hmm. meaning, okay, let's say I have a desire for ice cream. Like I feel like I want to go have ice cream. And so that gets me out of my house and why I walk down the street. And as I'm walking down the street, I meet this incredible person and we have this incredible conversation and I totally forget about getting ice cream and I totally forget that I wanted ice cream. And maybe, yeah. maybe it didn't even matter because the whole point of me wanting ice cream was to send me in that direction. So I met that person. Yeah, I got it. I get it. Like to me that like, that's just like the moving with and letting, letting the want go as well. Like not just wanting it to have it and to have it for the sake of having. Yes, totally. I get that. Well, that's how I set intentions actually and desires. I set them and I let them go. Yes, and I, that's, I know the, that's the feminine. That's totally the feminine. If they're meant to happen, then they will happen. I mean, it's, you know, I've been doing sex magic for um, about almost a month now on um, doing some very ultra, uh, I don't know what to call them, ultra posh couples retreats in in uh, exquisite and exotic places. And I just, it was just an idea that came to me. So I've been doing sex magic about it. And then all of a sudden someone calls me and introduces me to two people who run very exclusive couples retreats and they want me to come to them (laughs) and offer stuff. And I, I went, Oh, that was very fast. That just, you know, that must've been right in there, right at the surface, ready to come up. And, and there it was. So I did, you know, I did sex magic about it and it happened like within two weeks. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, I just let it go. I have no attachment to it. I think that's part of what you're talking about here. Like not being attached to the actual motivating desire or whatever, just following it so that you see what see what occurs in the, you know, in the way that you're supposed to move. Anyway, I, I get it completely. I, I don't know. You know, I, I hope that other people get it. And I think it takes something, especially when we have been educated in the masculine. I mean, I used to be a sales trainer. So, I mean, I know, you know, what you're talking about, the um, the urgency and the heightening the fever and all those things instead of just sort of moving in Latihan. Yeah, and I think... Um... You know, one of the one of the big things with it too is is the trusting, 
No, there's like um, the trusting that the things that are not for you will be taken away, right? And the things that, um, uh, you know, it's, it's like, um, I, I, I like to call it God's filter, mm. right? So it's, it's kind of like if I'm myself and I am just expressing like my authentic truth for, for me, for where I am in my life and, you know, just, just without needing to manipulate um, my surroundings, then I can trust that that in itself is going to be the filter. And so, you know, when we talk about this from a business perspective, so many people decide like, I want to market to this particular kind of person and I want to market to their pain in this way. Yeah. And, so, and then they're like, well, who do I need to be in order for those people to want to buy from me? And it's the same crap that we see in dating that leads to relationship failure. Because <laughs> right? think about it. It's like, right. It's like if you're a woman and you're like, okay, well, what do I need to be, you know, for him to, to want me? That's great for the courting process, but it's not great for when you're in a long-term relationship because obviously they're going to see who you really are. And so, it, you know, it, would you rather just be who you are and then have have the people that clearly aren't for you not be for you? <laughs> or do you want to put out this like pretend thing and then have people feel a dissonance about what you really are behind the scenes? And for me, I, I'm like, I'd rather reject them at the, at the, at the outset, you know, like, yeah. like, like you can't, like, it takes, it takes a lot to get in my gate. Like I have a high gate. So, yeah. you know, it, you, you, you don't, people don't just kind of waltz into my world. Um, and when they end up at my door, I, even if they're not my preference, like, even if I, I'm like, I don't know if this person is like my ideal client, when people show up at my door and they make it there, I am like, okay, I'm supposed to serve this person somehow, you right. know? And then that's my job to relate to that. But that's also my perspective on, on my relationship with, with working is that it's service, right? Like I'm here to, to serve, to serve. Yeah, I get it. It's wonderful. I, I get it. And I, I love the perspective that you just gave to it, the dating perspective and being real and knowing that, you know, there's nothing to pretend people are going to find out who people know who you are anyway, whether you're pretending or not for the most part. So it's like all the things people are trying to hide, they show anyway. So it's just like wasted effort <laughs> trying to pretend that's not it. So it's great. We're going to take another break here. When we come back, we're going to find out like, well, who you might say is your ideal client. Like who are the kind of people you, you did say that um, people in transition are your ideal clients. So we'll talk a little bit more about uh, what you do with them, how they get in touch with you, why they should call you or, <laughs> or write you like that um, in, in part three. So if you just tuned in, you're listening to Sex and Happiness. I'm Laurie Handlers, your host. I'm speaking with Perry Chase today. For me, it's a fascinating topic, um, rewiring ourselves from a masculine model or perspective on business and sales to a feminine model, which involves more trust and patience and um, going deep 
inside to, to come up with the business practices. So we'll be right back and we'll hear how to get in touch with Perry. Stay tuned. So many times you've heard Lori talk about emotional release on this show. She says over and over again how important it is for you and your loved ones. Now you can do emotional release in the privacy of your own home. And you can practice Lottie Han too. Meditation that prepares you for making love in the unknown. In her CD, Shamanic Release and Lottie Han, she creates a safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work Lori is known for in her Butterfly Workshops courses. Lori sets you up with the proper positioning and breathing. Then she guides you through each emotional state to the beat of tribal African rhythms. This CD actually provides an easy way to do emotional clearing work on a regular basis. Order your copy of Shamanic Release and Lottie Han today and watch your relationships walk free of emotional baggage. To order your copy, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com right now. As a sex and happiness coach, I understand that increased sexual participation intensifies sexual responsiveness and desire, as well as overall health and well-being. My experience with a Sibian has personally increased my sexual response, and I can now train women to use this machine to have peak orgasms as often as possible. I strongly believe this will add to their health and well-being whether they have a partner or not. The beauty and the miracle of the human body is that it adapts and changes much more rapidly than people change their beliefs or their opinions. The Sibian can make any woman's body more resilient with each peak orgasm. Sibian is an amazing experience often described as the Lamborghini of sex toys. If you're a woman and you can get yourself to look at Sibian, you should do so. It won't take away from your partner. It will only add, trust me on this, I love my Sibian. Go to Sibian.com. That's S-Y-B-I-A-N dot com. Or call 1-800-253-6135. That's 800-253-6135. And say, Laurie Handler's told you about Sibian. And by the way, if you do have a partner, ask about Venus for Men. That's Venus, V-E-N-U-S, for men. Once again, you're listening to Sex and Happiness, and I'm Laurie Handler as your host. And today, although we're not so much speaking about sex, we are speaking about happiness in a whole new way, like in business. And, um, and that, that could, I think that everything Perry's saying can also apply to sex. So I'm just saying I got to stick my two cents in there about it. Um, so Perry, what would, who would be, you know, people in transition, who else, who else would call you about what? So people have a sense about, you know, whether in fact they should call you as a result of hearing this show. So 
the way that I, I look at it is, is if you are like a full body yes to whatever I'm saying, then you should reach out and message me. And I mean, if you're in curious, like I, I always recommend people, you know, follow me uh, on social media. You know, my page is open um, on Facebook, but <laughs> Facebook is really glitchy today. And um, I've never experienced this in my life. And I, I, I literally had a meltdown today because I was like, oh my God, I'm way too reliant on this, on this platform. Um, but yes, follow me on Facebook, assuming <laughs> as as these glitches get worked out. Um, and um, <laughs> I, you know, that's like, it's my home online. And, uh, and, 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 you know, if you're not sure you can get a, first of all, you can always reach out to me um, on email, Perry B. Chase. Uh, that's P-E-R-R-I be like boy chase at gmail.com. Um, but you can also, um, message me on Facebook or just, you know, follow me on Facebook, friend me on Facebook. Um, I'm, I'm really approachable and accessible and I'm always happy to have a conversation with anyone who feels drawn, even if they don't know exactly what they need or what they're looking for. Because I think that, I think that some, sometimes people don't know, you know, they're just like, I just need to follow you or I want to talk to you or I think you have some piece of information that I need. And, right. um, you know, it, I'm, I'm like one of those people who passes that along because I have teachers that, you know, pass it on to me. And I'm, I'm just I'm just one of those people on the path. Um, and so the other thing, though, I will mention, which I'm really excited about is um, the big women's event that I'm having here in Phoenix um, called Transmission in May. And even if people are listening to this afterwards, um, you know, they'll be able to use this method. But if you text transmission to 27,000, so 27000, um, you'll get some information about what I'm creating. And it's, it's, I really like to work with women and their power. So I, I you know, I, I believe, believe women are very, very powerful um, by nature and, you know, we tend to be um, either disconnected from our power or disillusioned with our power. Mm. And what I really like to work with women on is like how to actually hold like adult feminine power. And when I say adult feminine power, I don't mean like there, there are a lot of princess and prostitute archetypes running in our um, culture. And that's not about sex workers, by the way. I have no I, that that's not a, like, I'm talking about the prostitute archetype, which means commerce, right? Like, like where, where women are willing to, you know, give up their power in order to have safety or something like that. That, that's, that's what I mean by that archetype, um, you know, or like the damsel in distress. And so when I say adult feminine power, I mean like queen archetype, right? I mean like being fully responsible for their power and learning how to hold that in the face of like, everything in the world that does not want women to have that mm -hmm. including other women <laughs> yes and possibly mostly other women like uh, to you know yeah well I, I don't want to get into a rant about it but I could I definitely know, rant about it but it's 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 the collective internalized um prison system right of you know when when women are not connected to their power and they see a woman with power it basically breaks something internally for them around their identity of not having power because it's like wait don't do that i i i am going around 
telling people I don't have power. And if you have power, they're going to think that I have power. Right. And that's not safe for me. Right. Right. So it's like, it's not safe or, or then the other frequency um, that I get a lot is the, who does she think she is? Who does she think she is? Right. That much space. Right. And then there's on the other side of that is like the men, which is like um, the hungry men, right? Like, you know, if you're a woman who's like really juicy and turned on, like one of the things that you have to deal with are men who are just going to pull at that energy. And so it's like, how do you set, how do you set boundaries where you can just love them and not be bothered by them? And they're just like, you know, cute little pets or something <laughs> like that, like those men, they have the boy energy. Right. And then there will, there will definitely be the, you know, the men who, who want to snuff you out with your, their finger too. Um, you know, just like, uh, just, just, you know, they like dominating powerful things because it makes them feel more powerful. And, mm. and there's just, um, and I, and I'm not, um, I'm not hateful of any of these characters. And what I, the way that I look at it is, you know, these are just gauntlets. These are, these are just ways that we have to learn to live in the world. And all of the places where we like dim our own power in the name of fitting in or not wanting to deal with someone's response. Or not wanting to be too much. Yeah. And, and not wanting to be too much. Why? We're not wanting to be too much because what will we have to deal with if we are too much rejection, other people's reactions to us. Like it takes energy to deal with all of that. Right. And and so it's like kind of the way I look at it is building the, it's like, it's going to the dojo, right? It's the, the Mr. Miyagi, like wax on wax off. You know, you need to practice all of these places to unlock those reactions that we have to stand in our full power all the time. Yes. I, I, you know, here, here, I applaud. <laughs> well, I think you do. You're a great example of this, right? You own your, like you own who you are fully and you're willing to allow the cards to fall accordingly. And, and you don't, you don't really shrink or change your behavior for the benefit of others, right? Like, I you, don't. Are you, I don't. No, right? but I, I mean, you know, in the beginning I tried. Of course. You know, I remember my mother saying, you know, you're so intense, Laurie. Can't you just be a little less intense? And I remember saying to her, I tried watering myself down, but it didn't work. No, it doesn't. And and you know what? It's actually, I almost look at it without getting too religious. I almost look at it as like a sin. Like it's, it's sinful to, um, uh, and, and I'm not religious. I don't know why I picked the word sin, but it's like, um, it's, it's not what the divine wants for you to water it for you to water yourself. Exactly. But like, I had a new insight recently. And that was, um, I was doing a course in Iceland and my two co-facilitators were using me as an example and they got on either side of me and they started walking away from me, trying to find the edge of my aura. <laughs> and they just kept walking and walking and walking. They said, wow, you have huge energy. And the inside, of course, as my stock response to that is, yes, I know. You know, and when people meet me when I'm at a dinner table and I'm sitting down and then when I stand up, they go, you're so short because they imagined that I was six feet tall when, you know, I was having a conversation. And so, but what I got from that was um, I've been trying to fit all that energy into my little body. <laughs> and, that's, and that's it, right? We have like divine energy that's way bigger than our human. 
Yes. But it's also, you know, people who like this is, and this is where, um, you know, we, we have something, I, I just want to clarify this for people. We think that by being smaller or making people more comfortable, that we're somehow doing a service to like the society because we're making everything smooth and everyone comfortable yeah. and it's not actually doing the service. Like when you are your full power energy, um, and you get, have to learn how to smooth it out, right? Like, I'm not talking about just going out and being an asshole, <laughs> like, it's just like, it's like really, let's like be clear here what I'm talking about. I'm not saying go behave however you want. I'm saying hold your power and learn how to hold it with grace and size. But that just you being you may be uncomfortable for other people, but that, um, that discomfort is the catalyst. Yes. You are a walking cat. If you have this kind of energy system, you are a walking catalyst for transformation and for other people to get a reflection of their true power in you. And that is what is deeply uncomfortable. Women used to come up to me and I, I, first of all, women used to hate me and I really just didn't, I was very, I just avoided women for many, many years and I didn't understand it until I really started doing women's work. And I remember, I'll never forget this. This woman came up to me. I didn't really know her at all, but we were kind of in the same community of women. And she said to me, you know, I just had to tell you that I used to really hate you. I was like, hi, what's your name? I'm sorry. I don't know. You know, and she was like, but she's like, but what I realized was she's like, it's that I hated that you had access to your power in a way that I really wanted to. Right. And I hated you for it. Like mm-hmm. she's like the fact that you could just stand up and say whatever you think and ask for whatever you want. She's like, I, I hated that because I don't have access to that. She's like, until I got access to that and then I could really appreciate you. And so her telling me that was such a gift because it it allowed me to have so much compassion for women that are triggered by me. Right. Like, so that I can be like, okay, well, how do I like, I like if you're triggered by me, then there's something like that, that there's an access point that you want in the reflection that you get while you're in my presence. And like, how can I help you access that? Yeah. Yeah. I told, I get it. And it's, it's beautiful. It's like taking it as the gift yeah, uh, and, and creating from that. Well, and it totally like mended and healed my relationships with women as well, because then I was like, oh, it's not that they hate me. It's that like, I somehow represent this thing in women, in women with power that is very uncomfortable for many people in the collective. And, you know, that's a responsibility that I hold. Like it's, it's, it's just part of my life's path to hold that piece of responsibility. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just the, the cards I've been dealt. Yeah, I got it. And you're embracing it. So it's wonderful. Well, we need to, we need to end here. So I want to thank you and tell us one more time, how people can get in touch with you. I got it that they can find you Perry P E R R I Chase. B Chase. Uh, B like boy. So there's a B in there. Perry Chase wasn't available. Oh, did Perry I say? Chase. I didn't say P E P. Wait. Oh, so it's Perry B Chase, Chase. at, at gmail dot com. Right, and on Facebook. Perry Chase. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah. That's what I was saying for us. That's fine. And then if they're interested in learning more about the event or they just want to get into my sphere, they can text transmission, the word transmission Mm -hmm. to 27,000. So two, seven, triple zero. You just text the word transmission in, and then you're going to get on my 
my text mailer um, and it'll send you some information about what I'm doing with transmission. Um, and then if it's past May, like, don't worry, there'll be something there for you afterwards. Yeah. They can, yeah, they can learn more about what I do. Wonderful. Perry, thanks so much for being my guest today on Sex and Happiness. I'm thrilled that you were able to make it and, uh, and tell us about what you're doing. And I think it's super important work. Um, yeah, so I wish you the best. And I hope I could be more involved. Yeah, I love, I love that we're, we're connected. And, yeah. and it was a pleasure having you at the retreat. The women were so happy, like, you know, having met you and the work that we did. And Thank yeah, you. I hope we t- can do more in the future. Me too. Me too. So everybody, this is Lori Handlers. I'm going to be signing off now. I have a number of super interesting shows coming up. So please tune in again to Sex and Happiness. Of course, I appreciate you uh, from the bottom of my heart, because if there wasn't you listening, there wouldn't be me talking with all these people and and putting these messages out there. So thank you once again. And uh, I will see you next time. Namaste. Thank you for joining us today for Sex and Happiness. To learn more about Lori and her work, please go to ButterflyWorkshops.com or follow her on Twitter or Facebook. You can send her an email at sexandhappiness at gmail.com. We'll see you again right here next week for another edition of Sex and Happiness. Oh.